Hello, Drag Race fans. We are getting ready to discuss Season 10, Episode 2 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And we are going to discuss Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. As well as various other topics. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello! I am your host, 123Jackie B. I have Ollie with me. I have Ronnie with me. And you guys, they are going to become permanent panelists. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening happening now. It's a good feeling. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy you guys are here. We're here on this Easter Sunday eating Easter eggs and dressing like bunnies. Very hot. So, very or Passover weekend. I love your Vanjie intro, though. I'm still, <laughs> Thank you. That was all. She of was the practicing. Things. She did it. It was. Cool. I practiced in the mirror at home. Oh gosh, I got you. <laughs> no, I didn't. Right. The champagne yeah. does help, though. I suppose it does. It yeah, does. Baby. So, what were your first thoughts on this episode? I think it's kind of like I don't know if I like early episodes in a season because there's just, there's just so it's many, too many queens. queens. Yeah, yeah, and then they do the rusical, which we'll talk about, and I just generally don't like. The musical ever really? I never oh. like it personally. I don't know if I ever like it uh, just across the board, but I liked it this time. I was I was good for it. Uh, and um, as far as it being a newer episode, the only challenge is it's just so many damn people, yeah. and it's hard to keep track. And then it's hard to keep track of social media is telling you Vanjie this, Vanjie that, yeah. and uh, I think uh, Aja did a sit down with the queens. It's just so much content is coming in that it's, mm-hmm. it's borderline overwhelming. So. Yeah, it is getting a little overwhelming. In a good way, though. Yeah. I I do agree with that. Um, I I like that, though, because then if you have a queen that you're really into, you can then go and search out that content and Mm -hmm. really find out more about that queen, which is is exciting. Um, I'm not... I'm usually a fan of the Rusicals, and this one, I didn't get it as much. Uh, I don't know. I don't find um, infomercials on medicines funny necessarily Mm. (laughs) but it did speak to like I don't know it spoke to classic like Rue when you listen to What's the Tea the podcast which I try to listen to as much as I can he always tries to hit you with that is there an anal option like that's just that was funny and I felt like it was in my head I was assuming what they were trying to do was take a whole concept which is you know classic Rue and really just expand it to something Mm -hmm. and some of them to me were really funny which we'll get into a little bit later but but, so they put, talked first about Miss Vanjie's exit, which is becoming iconic. Yeah. And there are a whole bunch of memes out there about it. And people are comparing her to um, Shangela in her first season, saying that mm. like she's going to have that sort of fame redemption. and notoriety yeah. and redemption. And that by the way, had. should they not do a, Sh- a Shangie Vanjie uh, World of Wonder show? Yeah. I mean, can we all, can, yes. can the chat agree that a Shangie Vanjie would be? All of, oh, man. Yes. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably already being shot. Yeah. Shanji and Vanji would be everything you need. Yeah, I absolutely. love it. Ooh. My favorite one, though, um, I didn't see any Beetlejuice ones, which I was expecting because of the three name thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bummed about that internet. internet yeah. So make that happen. Step it up, me. Oh, um, Step it up, Mimi. Step- Is it a Mimi? No, it's a meme, girl. It's a meme. <laughs> Come on. I can't believe she didn't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Um, and then... My favorite one was they had there somebody took the girl singing the main song from the waitress and just 
like slapped in her saying Miss Vanjie throughout <laughs> the song, which I thought was hilarious. I oh loved God. it. Did you guys have a favorite Vanjie? Oh, my favorite one is uh, Call Me By Your Name. Did you see that one? Yes! Oh yes! I was dying. I was, someone just sent it to me. I'm like, what is this? Because it was two pictures of um, Oliver and uh, El- Elio. And I was just, I died. I was like, no, what is this? What is the internet doing? Thank you, Reddit. And sometimes they're so boring and corny, but these Vanjie ones hit hard. Yeah. Uh, I thought even as simple as Bart Simpson writing Miss Vanjie, Miss Vanjie yes. on the board, thought that was cool. Uh, the Miss Saigon, Miss Vanjie, of course, we saw that one. Trixie writing, I think Trixie and Tatiana both wrote something similar, like gay culture, when you walk out of a room from now on, you have to like sliver out and say Vanjie three times. Yes. So. Uh, I mean, that's how you have to do it, though. If you're going to be the first person to leave, make it an yeah. iconic, make it an iconic exit, and make it mm-hmm. something that people are going to talk about. So, like, we had, uh, we had that clip of Rue turning to Michelle and saying, "Well, what did she say her name was?" <laughs> and then Michelle doing the Miss Vanjie three times, and nobody's going to forget that. So good on you! Like and you did some branding. And I don't think it was cliche branding, in my no, opinion. No, Like you got to think about this. This is like basically Pork Shop 2.0 in some type of way. You know the you know it's the like not you know it's the tenth season, so it's a big season, and they're now on VH1. The show isn't what it was season one. And you know as Pork Shop is so lovable because of going so early, I think Vanjie understood this is that next stage, and let me let me sail it to mm-hmm. the to the high moons, and she did. But like also like who I really didn't expect this to be so memeable and go viral. I don't know about you guys, but like I was, and I'm wondering if she thought it was going to go viral too. I think she's was... helping it though. You know, I follow her on Twitter, and she's like retweeting all the memes as if to encourage people. Mm-hmm. So I think that when when you're game for somebody uh, who's making a meme about you and you're mm-hmm. encouraging it, I think that really helps. And I think it matched because we saw in the lip sync and in the critique, right, when she was going away, she was dead faced. I think we all talked about that here. And so to, to have hearted. been so broken hearted yeah. mm-hmm. and then to take that moment where all the girls are sad, she's in a moment and just like own it and like get that fire inside of you and come up with that. I liked it because it read authentic. Now, it was a memeable moment and it was a soundbite, but a lot of the girls come on this show like an Aquaria and they want to do soundbites that are contrived. I think the reason we like Vanjie is because that was not contrived. Which is hard. And that's why we love it. Yeah. You cannot make a meme, ladies and gentlemen. You just can't do it. You have to just live it and then it'll happen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see some more of the memes, I have them on my uh, Twitter account and Isaiah Draws had sent us one. He watches our show and his drawings are amazing. He's drawn stuff for Cosmo. Um, and he had linked some to me as well that I retweeted. So check those out if you want to. One, two, three, Jackie B. Um, one, two, three, Vanjie B. One, two, three, Vanjie B. <laughs> and now we have some information on our dear boss, Maria Menounos. Yeah. Uh, as, uh, I know. I love your gag. <laughs> gagged. Yeah. Uh, Ollie is already gagged. But no, here's the thing. In life, we want to learn. In fact, uh, as far as somebody who learned this week, I actually was watching one of the lives of Monet Exchange, I think she stepped into something with the Transgender uh, Day of Visibility. And I was watching the live, and she was talking about learning, growing, how she didn't mean to, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, you know, offend anyone. And I think that's great. Uh, That was something that happened recently. And when I talk about learning and growing, I think of some of the content that we have with Maria Menounos. And she has a show called Conversations with Maria Menounos. This is on Sirius XM. A lot of people love and subscribe um, those that don't, you know, want something for free. So we, we decided to set that up. It's on iTunes. You could uh, check it out every Friday, and it is free. And it's all, like, the best of the best. And um, like I said, I, I brought up Monet Exchange as an example because she went through something this week as far as doing something and not 
not doing it correctly and learning and, and growing from the experience. So if you want a podcast that's similar to that, Maria's will will have that for you. So yeah. plus Maria, um, she wrote a book and she has a lot of she has a lot of good just good advice to give to people, and mm-hmm. I, I think she's helpful in like a very big sisterly sort of way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And everyone needs their uh, da- their weekly even daily dose of motivation, oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And she should. I would love to see her. Uh, be a guest uh, for, for a drag race. Guest for a drag race. Totally. I like, I, I, it needs to happen. Make it happen, VH1. Yes. Yeah, or the tweet. People tweeting is actually how that's going to happen. So tweet two things. Tweet uh, <laughs> that you're going to watch Conversations with Maria Menounos. You know, it's on the Sirius or the iTunes. And also tweet that, you know, Maria Menounos for Judge uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Absolutely. Just figure it out. You know how to yeah, do it. If you figure it out, Vanjie, you can figure out how to get Maria on the show. Okay, thanks. So then we had the mini challenge, jumping back into the competition. <laughs> um, and it was a cowboy challenge. Again, like, you guys know how I feel about how when the mini challenge doesn't match up at all with the main challenge. Mm-hmm. It just makes me confused. It's like two different episodes like two mashed different into one. Well, it's like, why did Andy Cohen show up for no specific reason? Honestly. Yes. That's, yeah. that's a really good I point. I love Andy Cohen, though. It was great having him there, and it was great... Uh, I I really found the mini challenge hilarious. It mm-hmm. was something that was enjoyable and very funny to me, even more so than the main challenge. But um, I did wish like Andy Cohen was a guest judge or yeah. something. You know, it, it left me wanting more. Yeah, that happened with Lisa Kudrow too when she kind of just stopped yes. by that one time. I don't know if it was a challenge, but um, this was another meme moment. I don't know if you saw on Twitter where like they had like a screenshot of all of them, like because they got ready in like 15 minutes and it said when gays going to the Joanne World Tour. I was <laughs> oh dying. my gosh! So like, and it, that's when this was filmed. It was during like Joanne, so maybe that had some kind of influence uh... to have some kind of country influence in the challenge. I like the loose. Uh, just going off the Lisa Kudrow one, I like that one because Rue has said. Um, that the hello, hello, hello comes from Valerie mm. Cherish. Oh, yeah. Hello, hello, Her hello. So, and and yeah. I did watch, or, sorry, I keep saying watch. Uh, the champagne is kicking. <laughs> um, I did listen to the What's the Tea when uh, Lily Scudro was yeah, on it. Yeah, that was a good one. And it was one of those things where she was just uh, on the facility, uh, you know, on the set. Oh, so yeah. maybe Andy Cohen was doing Love Connection when maybe. It's possible. My gripe with Andy Cohen, of course we love him and he has great programming. What I wanted to know, and maybe the chat people can help us out with this, don't you think, let's be honest, his content is is very gay-friendly, you know, op- queer and, and, and women and all these great things. Why has he never had a guest from Drag Race as a guest in the seat? I don't mean putting Trixie at the bar mm-hmm. and actually he was sort of rude to Trixie because he asked, oh, shouldn't Shangela have won right in front of Trixie? I thought that was a little, like, yeah. shady, which is fine because I, that's what we love about Andy Cohen. Yeah. My question is, we have people like Bianca Del Rio who, you know, second special, you know... Made her a movie. Doing you know. all these things. Why, I, I'm saying, if he's our guy, like, right? He's our guy. He's our, yeah. he's our proud, you know, gay man doing really great things producing television. Why doesn't he have one of these queens be uplifted where they get the regular seat? It's just something I've been having in my mind and it, it really, like, struck out when I saw him kind of just making an appearance here. I think that's a fair argument. I do think it is. Um, Do you guys have any... I I mean, my main takeaway from the mini challenge was I was in such awe of what these queens could do as far as their face paint in, like, 20 minutes. Because some of them were straight-up hilarious and some of them were darn professional-looking. Like, when you looked at Dusty's makeup, I was like, how did you do that in 20 minutes? (laughs) And you hot, too, I think. I remember correctly... Yuha, I didn't like her her reveal or whatever her gag was. She was trying to like uh, insinuate to her udder as a uh, as a I didn't even cow, get that. And then drink oh, yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah, it took yeah. a long time. I wasn't into that. What I will say, who I really loved, and I hate to just keep on saying I love Miss Cracker, but this is what this oh. was my reaction to Miss Cracker. I said to myself while I watched it, I said, 
did Miss Cracker get an extra 45 minutes? Because Miss Cracker was ready to go versus the other of them looked, you know, a little bit like what you would look in 20 minutes. Right. Well, um, yeah, Cracker gets so much screen time to begin with, too. And I wonder if they just, like, literally each girl just dances for, like, the whole entire song. Like, I wonder if how they, the filming process. Oh, yeah, probably, how they cut yeah. that, yeah. And it's, like, yeah. the same song. It was, I think it was one of Rue's songs. I mean, it's a way for him to pr- promote his music as of well. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> There's I a actually, stretch. did you guys agree with the winners? So it was Vix- Vixen and Asia that one um i i agreed with that like to me those were the two funniest how funny i didn't get into the vixen at all i i but i loved asia asia was a for sure yeah it's so funny i I remember she had that little foot thing where she like rotated her foot as she was like shimmying across it was like a dita reese kind of yeah oh yeah yeah asia's one to watch i in the meet the queens i keep referring like i wasn't all the way there but every week asia oh she's I'm, i'm i'm keeping my eyes open vixen was funny i won't say that it wasn't but it was like i don't know it just was so not to the brand of what they were trying to do so it was Mm -hmm. funny in that way but it wasn't funny in any other way and the look wasn't good i mean anyways i'm like the complete opposite i think i i figured vixen was gonna win because of the drama that happened um earlier so it's kind of a way to boost vixen and kind of put her on this pedestal and then um asia i've I don't know if I'm here for Asia yet, honestly. Oh, you will be. I'm, I'm a little. <laughs> I, think, I, th- well, I honestly think you will be. I liked her look this week, and we'll get into that. But I, I couldn't really remember her performance. Um, but I, I also really like Miss Cracker as well. You like, made a great. I, I'm biased too because I love Miss Cracker. You, you made a great point though. I think honestly, well, I'm not sure because Jackie said she really liked the Vixen in that challenge. But I think some people did like her. But I think also it had to do with the fact that yes, let's make the Vixen a team leader because that is going to yeah. be something. You know, to really mess right, up the Right, it's going to be drama. Yeah. Yeah. So she was good. I just don't think she was winning good, but it might have been a mix of all that. Yeah. I do think, I mean, the Vixen, and we can discuss this later on, but I do think, like, the Vixen's personality is a little bit grating on me. But I, I for in, in for what I saw, I think she fairly won that. Like, I, I think it was fair. I, I can remember her, what she did. Yeah. Like, some of the other girls, I do not know what they did because it was just right. kind of like... Mm. So we have the two different teams, Vixen's team, um, and this is in the order that they were picked, Cameron, Miss Cracker, Monet, Blair, and then Mayhem. And then Asia's team was Aquaria, Monique, Dusty, Yua, Calorie, uh, and Eureka, who picked herself for the team. Yeah. And so that was, I think, though, when that happens, whenever you're in the bottom, I do think that it throws off your your like mojo for the mm-hmm. for the rest of the competition. Yeah. Because you're... You're so in your head. You're like, why am I here? You know, and and then Eureka also having to do a dance challenge. I think like all of that really, really threw her. Mm-hmm. It, it was sad for sure, and you know, heartstrings for Eureka. I just, as somebody who really couldn't get behind the Eureka train the first go around, yeah. saw her live once. I saw her at uh, LA Pride, and I wasn't really in, impressed. Just, just I don't know wasn't what I thought. Like, when we were sitting here doing the Meet the Queens, Mark was like, oh, yeah, watch out. Eureka is going to be the one. And she very may well have this big turn, you know, where all of a sudden, you know, that phoenix does actually rise, you know, per her costume. But um, it degraded me. uh, Not degraded me, but it got on my nerves so much with Eureka that I was like, you know what, Ronnie? I love a good complainer because I do. I was, I had, like, questioned my own shit. I was like, I just, over, over complaining it just, I felt like she was always crying, um, spilt milk. I don't know. I wasn't really that into it. Am I missing something? I, well, I, I didn't feel sad for her, I guess. I think it's just hard to feel sad for her sometimes. I Not that I don't like Eureka, but I think it's like sometimes we get a little bit too much of her. It's like we're 
oversaturated. I feel like we were so oversaturated from her from season nine. And she was gone in like the fourth or fifth episode. Yet we just see so much screen time from her. So hopefully they don't like put her to the forefront too much. But I do think she'll go decent because it's like they brought her back for a reason. And as a perspective, I really like her. I don't find her. I don't know because you have this whole you have this whole backstory where everybody was saying, "Oh, she's too talkative. I don't want her on my team." And like mm-hmm. drama this and drama that. But like I don't know. I didn't see. Aside from her in Untucked having, like, a personal aside moment where she was very upset, like, mm-hmm. I don't see that in the workroom necessarily. So, and again, you know, these queens are interacting with them mm-hmm. all day long, so they have a better understanding of their personality. Yeah. But it was just not something I personally saw coming through. You're right. Those those aside interviews must be a little different because I do have to credit to what you were saying, which was I think Vanjie took a real close liking, close sisterhood to her, and so did Calorie. So w- it's weird. We're seeing two different Eurekas maybe yes. because the girls are like, Eureka is it. And then when we're watching, we're, you know, like I said, even myself, I'm like, I'm tired of the complaining. So maybe she is actually much more worthwhile, but maybe this was the episode to kick her into gear, obviously. And they're going to show you what they want to show you, the producers and whatnot. Right. Um, But yeah. So, I mean, perspective-wise, too, she had a choice. She didn't have to come back this season. You know, if there were things going on in her personal life, which there are some really tough things going on with her mother, which, uh, of course, we send prayers to that situation. But I think you have to make the right decisions. Now, showing up doesn't mean just showing up. You have to show up when you're ready. So, you know, maybe Eureka's ready starting next episode, you know. But yeah, And even, you know, uh, when queens come back for All-Stars, and they always say, I forget how hard it was being here. And I... I can't help but think to that when, when Eureka is finally there and back in the room and doing yeah. doing the competitions, thinking, oh my gosh, I forgot how hard this was, you know? So there's probably a moment of that yeah. where you have to, like, kick yourself. And also, here. I just want to shake her and be like, you're in such a good position. You're on season nine and you're on season ten, so you're getting all this publicity. You know, right. people are going to want to work with you and book you for, you know, clubs and bars and whatnot. And you've done all this, like, promotion with other, like, Cosmo and whatnot. And, yeah. You know, VH1. So you're you're still around being relevant. Lay so. down, have some good sex, and yeah. just call it a day. Get your mojo up, girl. Come Honestly. on, Erika. We love you, baby. <laughs> so did you guys... So Team Vixen won. Did you guys find that to be the winning team? And um, I, I have to say that I did agree with Asia when she said in Untucked that theirs was harder. It was weird to me when Blair... Uh, said that oh yours is more yours is more pop and i don't think that at all i actually think that asia's was like their teams with had some more like obscure kind of like broadway stuff going on and that the vixens team had some of the funnier bits to me as far as like what was written mm-hmm. i think i'll agree with you vixens team had the better gags for sure yeah and it it th- I, it, when I watched uh, Asia's, there was um, it was a lot of just junk being thrown up on that screen. It wasn't until Dusty kind of shined that it became in sync. Um, so I don't know if I agree with Asia per se, but I would think in, in how I feel is that, yes, uh, the one who was more poppy and the one with great jokes is always going to land a little harder. So if you had a harder, you know, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just agreeing. But it kind of reminds me of like last, uh, the All-Stars 3 where like, Thorgy didn't have anything really to work with, you know, yes. being Stevie Nicks. Yeah. So I, that's what it's reminding me of. And I also yes, just think good that. Good point, yeah. I also just think that, uh, like, one bad apple can ruin it, like Eureka did, because she didn't know some of the words in the lip sync. So that was very obvious to me. So I knew that she was going to be in trouble because it was it was so obvious that she was, like, so off in the lip sync and she mm-hmm. was so um, careful about her movements because she was nervous. That it, I was, I I knew for sure that she would be in the bottom, but yeah. I thought she that, walked. 
She walked. Alyssa was like, "There's no walking. Uh-huh. <laughs> we are not." Kids. How about Alyssa in this episode? It said drag race, drag race royalty in her Chiron. I was like, and Alyssa. I think in my notes I wrote Alyssa. You know, she starts the first half of her. Uh, Edit will say, uh, being a really good teacher. But let me tell you, and we all know this, that ending was, let me show you, world, that Alyssa is the one. <laughs> oh, my God. I fell in love with Alyssa do, all over again. I do have to say, I love that they're bringing, uh, they, I love that they brought Alyssa in this episode, and I love that they brought other queens in the first episode. I hope this trend continues. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. hope season 10 is about giving past queens a chance to do something that they really shine at. Maybe not BB, but yes. <laughs> she had she had a whole season of foolery, so maybe I can, not. I can attest to that for sure. But yeah, it was totally cool seeing last episode. Like even like queens like James Mansfield, like who looks beautiful by the way, like Justice for James, like it was just cool uh, to see them all together from past seasons. You know, just to, ha- to promote and uplift the newer queens. So. Yeah, and I love seeing them do something that they shine at. So maybe Bianca comes in and does, like, a comedy episode. You mm-hmm. know, Alyssa is a great dancer, so she came in mm-hmm. and did the choreography. And so many queens are in, like, West Hollywood and L.A.-based, so it's cool to, like, bring them by the studio, damn, and, yeah. you know, yeah. like, keep them relevant. Did you like the challenge at all? Like, did any of them stick out to you? There was Conflama, which was conflict and drama. See, that other team, I guess this was Vixen, they had all the funny right. stuff. Right, that Conflama like, thing Conflama. is hilarious. And, and they also had the Andy Cohen, uh, you know, the soundbite too, which I was like, it felt very unfair, so maybe Asia is onto something in some way. I, did you say you agreed with Asia? Oh, yeah, did? I completely she agree might, with Because if you have Conflama, and then you get to also play with the, uh, I was going to say a lyric, but I guess <laughs> a lyric, you get to play with the lyric, like the classic Fifi Party City thing. Yeah. It's like, whoa, even if you mess up, you're going to be good. I think they also had Swallow Ease. Why you gay? And so yes. she brings it to you every ball. Like, it's just some such great stuff. Yeah. Uh, drag Mouth, I think uh, we, we saw Calk, C-A-U-L-K. Yeah. But Asia's, stu- Asia's didn't have any of that. So she might be right on, on some levels. The only thing they had that they could have milked was the old lady thing. Uh, where Aquaria completely bombed that. She did. And I'm I glad thought, Michelle told her you should have used your body movement. Like, you know, it wasn't just about a physical thing. And while I see, I agree with them that um, that Calorie did kind of blend into the background on that one. I just thought they, you've had other queens before where you've given them basically, you've handed them a good role and they've completely effed it up and then they've had to go to the bottom. So it seemed weird to me that Aquaria has this moment where she had probably one of the more iconic, like, visible roles in that team Mm -hmm. and didn't do anything with it. And then they were just like, okay, well, you're safe. I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. That might be teasing her future, too, because as beautiful and talented as she is as an artist, I don't think she's a performer Aquaria yet. Maybe now, but... (laughs) She is really beautiful, too. And that was the thing is she... Her makeup is impeccable, and maybe she didn't want to, like... I know that's been a problem in the past where queens are like, I don't want to look ugly. But it's like, you have to do that sometimes. Because yeah. you, you know? have to be a performer and you have to be a team player in this competition. Yeah. Outside, when your Instagram following you know, sends you across the world, she's, she's on, the, on the money for yeah. sure. Yes. Um, anyway. And I do, I do agree with... Um, we've, we actually on this show have had plenty of discussions where you have teams like... Sometimes they do this team is all safe because they won and then this team is not, but then sometimes they pick one from one team being the winner and and like some from that same team are on the bottom. And so we're always asking, well, what's the criteria? Does, do you make the rules where 
the leader of the winning team wins because they're the leader of the winning team, or mm-hmm. do you just pick the most uh, the most standy outy person, the person who is the most yeah. visible and interesting? Real quickly, I wasn't happy that the vixen won. I didn't yeah. think she sort of deserved it, but because she wasn't that great of a leader, honestly, she. I don't think it was like a very well. They had that whole choreography thing where they didn't have any. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and it, it was a power trip. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As, as Bob Exchange, Monet the drag queen pointed out, like you're going to be the one who Bob Exchange. I'm going to keep doing it because that is that is it for me um but anyways i wasn't really that into vixen's choices but she was saved and she was lucky uh not lucky she's great great drag queen but um i don't think she should have won just because she Mm. assembled the the great team yeah but anyway anyway so best drag the runway was best drag the first Mm -hmm. one we have up is asia Mm -hmm. um there was a lot of pageanty looks for me uh, and i'm not see i'm not a pageanty person I don't I love the I love more campy looks I love mm-hmm. more theatery looks so this look even though she is gorgeous and yeah. I am definitely like rooting for Asia I just can't do the pageant thing. oh no I'm eating it up like a, a like a like a carton of Neapolitan and I need like a <laughs> Mimi to be made for that um no I liked Asia but again I've had I think I've had a running like the last couple of weeks I've been really like uh, opening my eyes to her so it might be that too but yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't discouraged by this dress, this gown at all. I really like liked when it. I th- yeah when I think of best drag, I think this this is very uh very Asia, and I think this topic was just very like subjective because do you want to do something that's your trademark or do you want to do something that's kind of like uh, like beautiful, something very like uh, extravagant? And I think she kind of nailed it with this one because it's both of those. So I loved it personally. And I don't think it's too pageanty. I think it's kind of like flamenco dancer. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really liked it. And I'm not a huge Asia fan, honestly. Oh, so. okay. Fair enough. So Yua is next. Um, this was also too pageanty for me. I didn't like this. Yeah. That's a, it that's reminds, a three no's for us. It yeah. reminds me of um, her promo look. Kind of. A little, oh. Just a little bit. Just, and I think it's just because the hair. And I don't know. I'm worried for her because I feel like she, you know, she's a seamstress. But is she like a... I don't know. She's not a I've, designer. We had yeah, yeah, Bob yeah. Monet Exchange say that. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. I don't. I'm not. Sh- I like her a lot. I love her, but I don't like her looks. You know, sometimes I think queens do really well uh, in this thing because they're really naive, and I mean that in a good way. I mean, she's she's so confident in herself, and that's great. But you know, it does show that there's been parts of her career probably that she hasn't been educated like mm. maybe try something else because she always has a retort so her naivety may may be an issue there i wasn't i didn't like that look too much mm. so the next one is dusty i love this this is my kind of thing i i do love that she took michelle's note and toned down mm-hmm. her signature look um and again we, there was a whole fight online about whether or not she should or she shouldn't mm-hmm. i think just to show what you can do you should take michelle's note that like the times that you can just to say, look, I can do this now. I can go back to doing my thing. Yeah, yeah. she's getting like the max kind of critique, you know. Yes, like, no gray hair. Yes, and that's but I be- this was like Beetlejuice for me. I I just loved this. I, I loved it. I loved watching her in Untucked because she felt confident, and that's that's the whole thing is you want to have the interpretation. So yes. take what the note is, which is don't do your signature, and reapply it in a different way. She's still doing exactly what she's talked about every single thing since the Meet the Queens that I'm Broadway as you know showy but yet with the hint of uh doom so by taking that note she didn't have to do the the trademark dots she i don't know this was brilliant and i was it was one of my favorites definitely one of my favorites go ahead dusty yeah i like this uh i don't know 
I like it, but I kind of <laughs> want it. I don't know if it's really dusty. Like, I think her trademark, her best drag is herself, and that's the dots. So I kind of, maybe a m- couple more dots, but she looked really good. She did. But I, what I loved is she did the dot ascot with, the with like, the, the contrast um, of pattern I thought was cool. It was very funky. Like, I could see her where she's performing and what her, her audience is. That's what her this look did for me. It gave me not only her on stage, but mm-hmm. it gave me her audience. I and guess that's, it, that's yeah. big. I guess it is a nice blend of uh, grunge and glamour, so, which is kind of what she is known yeah. for. And next is Monique. Um, oh, I love this. Uh, this outfit was so gag-worthy, completely, complete with the reveal. The only thing that bugged me was, we've had other queens in the past have these kind of like eyeball mm-hmm. head things, and when you saw it up close, you could see the like irregularity <laughs> of how it was drawn on, and I was like, girl. Yeah, that was the only... Because the outfit was so good. It was so crazy, good, beautiful, well done that it bugged me that like the eyes were not matching up to the level of her mm. outfit. Yeah, I don't even think it needed a a reveal. Like I love just the simple blue like cookie monster look. Yeah. I mean the reveal's nice, but it totally wasn't necessary. I loved it. It's probably my favorite of the week honestly and like I'm kind of lo- keeping my eye on her cuz she's not someone I like really like stood out to me in the pack, so I'm really excited to see what Monique's gonna she do. She did have a great outfit last week too. So. She yeah. did. So she has looks. Like I'm, I'm like, okay, Monique, I'm, I'm watching you. I didn't forget about you. Monique surprises me because I was all the way for her with the Monique Hart look last week, and I was really into her because I wasn't really sure she was gonna bring it. You know, week after week after week, she was one of the queens that I was like, okay, you did it this week, but I don't know that you're gonna be uh, consistently like on this level. Now, what I do love about this is she gave me another good one. So this is week number two, and I'm not really, you know, all the way into Monique. But week two, she does it again. This gave me like this uh, little Kim, Foxy Brown, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a rapper, you know, not with an R, but I'm a rapper. And and she she has I mean, beautiful structure in the face. And I mean, I think what we all think is the truth, which is I don't know that we got the reveal. Like I think that. Uh, was a disservice for her to. Oh, but I love the. Reveal. It's like the mouth. You see the mouth, but like it, I didn't go with. I don't see. I the... love cheeky boob things. Like when <laughs> when queens do like funny, like like real big boobs, and then like funny things with their boobs. It just makes me. You laugh. don't think it took a long time to get there? That was my only thing. Like in my head, I imagine because she's this girl can move. She's got good. She's got good stage presence. So maybe like maybe like a spin around, then drop the the. T- I don't. I don't know specifically but i think it could have been done she did it in a way that she was right to camera right to the judges and she did it very uh, parallel to them and it didn't give me like the the illusion that i would have I liked i could see that i could yeah. see that just to okay, be better so yeah. so calories next um calorie said on her what you pack in with michelle that she did have something better than this but she held back and so mm. i always think when i see something like this Best drag. Your category is best drag. And yes, it's hard early on to have best drag as a category, but Michelle was like, you should have brought it out. You know, bring out all the stops rather than holding back. Because she admitted she held back. Each week could be your last, exactly. And you know what this reminds me of? This looks like Kimora's entrance look from last season. I think she looks beautiful. Like her. This looks like the Sunday after, darling, is what it really looks like. I think. You can't see in the you can't see in the photo. going to be mad at you for that one. You can't see in the photo, but she's wearing like pumps, and I think I wish she would have worn like some kind of pop of color, like boots or something, to like elevate it. Like she just totally did it, played it safe, and it's kind of sad. And uh, there was a lot of jumpsuits this week, which was disappointing. Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't particularly a, bother me. 
I, I've grown. Person. No, it's his best drag. Like, go all out. And so some of these were really underwhelming for me. No one looked bad. No. But, like, I was just disappointed because it's best drag. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like they're not using the actual category as... Um, you know, we talked about, like, you know, she came in and she starts to look like she works at the Cerritos Mall at the Macy's Counter Concession type girl thing. And this is, like, Sunday morning after she got some good D the night before. The hair cocked on, in all different ways. It just really was a, a bit of a challenge. With that said, I really have grown to like her. I think she has a great disposition about herself. Loved every interview and every interaction with the Queens. I don't think she's strong enough to come back to an All-Stars. Yeah. But I definitely feel like she's strong enough to get this new coin going yeah. and, you know, live in this this new world where you're not just the big thing mm-hmm. in New Mexico. So I, I do like her, but this was really not not the look for her, no. So next is Eureka, and Eureka had this bodysuit that when you ran your hands mm-hmm. over it, it changed color, which I thought was interesting, but again, I had that same feeling I had uh, with Calorie, which Eureka, I have seen her do some amazing outfits, so I was expecting something like just blow my mind yeah. crazy, and that wasn't really this. Her elephant look for the yes. uh, reunion, or yeah, the finale, it was, I wanted something like that, yeah. so I totally agree with you. And this kind of looks, it's on a jumpsuit. <laughs> I like the idea of it changing, but I also thought it was just kind of like underwhelming, like yeah. I said earlier. <laughs> yeah. I wish she would have chose to do something more regal. I get the concept maybe of the cat suit, you know, in the sense of like, you know, there's a, not, a lot of nude illusion, but that. That, um, what do you call it, the difference in the texture of the, mm. of the material, it right. didn't, and she, she said it, and it, she was really into it, it didn't look good, though. Like, physically, yeah. it didn't look good. Aesthetically, it didn't look good. So, I love the hair. I'll give your, that's my favorite part of the whole outfit, but really, the rest was a miss for me. It does look really good from far away, I'll say. Like, it looks really good. Not up close. Well, next is Aquaria. The only thing I have to say about Aquaria is, is I loved it, except for the little ear head green fuzz balls uh editing that that's the only comment from me other than that it was a great look i didn't like it (laughs) i'm sorry i don't know i'm it's really hard for me personally just to get behind aquaria i don't know i didn't it doesn't it doesn't please my eyes something about it i don't know if it's the void chest i don't i don't maybe you don't like green like michelle i don't know i just don't like it i'm sorry y'all that's so funny you say that because i'm you know i have my issues with aquaria i think mark made a great point that aquaria in her aside she ends up doing a lot of like cliche uh sound bites you know aquaria gets very much a handful We, we get annoyed by her sometimes like her her right but damn it, man, I was into this all the way, 2,000%, and maybe in the same way that I like Monique's look sometimes. I'm not an Aquaria fan, per se, mm-hmm. so when Aquaria comes with, with, with this mess, a mess meaning amazing, I loved it. I, I was okay with the boy chest. I was okay with the green. I was okay with just the modern and fashion to the gods. I, I loved a lot of it. I do have a problem with Aquaria's asides, though, because I feel like the asides are contrived, but then you see her talking with the other queens, and you see her uh, in Untucked, and she seems more natural. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird to me because I feel like she's trying to like use the asides to brand herself, but then she has a different, like more yeah. warmer personality with the other queen. You saw how socially awkward she was in the workroom entrance. She was made a stupid smile, and she just wasn't there. But yet the asides, she's got all the confidence in the world when it's just a camera. I agree with that completely. Yeah. So next is Vixen. Uh, I that is not, uh, there we go. I love this look, and that's all I'm going to say. I didn't love it. I love it. I don't, I don't even know. Why? I get it. I I, doesn't it look? Doesn't it look crafty? Like, is this is this design on a dime? First of all, and second no, of all, it looks expensive. It, oh, but I also the second thing that I thought was that it looks very. Um, 
like Judy best. Jackson? Well, but you, this is your best drag, and it was a weird interpretation to say I'm fire. So back to the branding issue. It was like she put branding and her wild vixen side mm-hmm. versus like she should have been very elegant. It was more what yeah. I would have liked to see, especially because she has a stronger structure in the face a lot of times. I would have liked to see that contrast. It wasn't bad. I, the only thing I'll say is that I feel like I wanted more vixen. I feel like her aesthetic is more of like like the political art. I wanted something kind of like to had a message with, with her look. Yeah, and I it, agree. we didn't get that. But it was, a, it was okay. That's a So question. next is Miss Cracker. Um, let's have the queens match the person we're talking about. So she had this great look. I, I loved it. It was very avant-garde. Um, quick, quick thoughts. Effin loved every ounce of it, from the presentation to the nails to the uh, win. Best of the night for me. I loved it. Like, so mayhem. So we all love no, this cracker. I, no, oh, wait. No. I just want to know why you said no, because I actually love this. That's best drag? Like, no. Like, her, her entrance looked look better than this. This looks very cheap and very, like, basic to me. I, I don't agree. I, we don't have much time, so I, I won't like fully. But I, 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 I wasn't my favorite of the night, but I, I liked it. Uh, a very uh, Academy uh, Awards. It, come, come on, Doris Day. Yeah, and she did it. She did that thing. Yeah. So next is Blair. Oh, beautiful. This was my favorite look of the night. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. Favorite look of the night. I was so gagged. Absolutely gorgeous, giving me a 1920s elegance. All I say is it looks a little bit too big on her, but it's beautiful. That's all. Like, I love Blair. I, I was going to say Blair. the waist. She's got a little waist. The waist didn't really match, but I do love everything else. Yeah. So Cameron. Oh, oh my god. Loved it. Loved beautiful. it. Beautiful. Loved it. She surprises. She's yeah. surprising me, and it's I'm, just. Like, I hope she. I don't know what else to say. I've been pretty up on Cameron a lot of the times. My only issue here is I don't like the makeup. And the and the hair and the hodgepodge of the the butterflies, all of these colors didn't really go together. It was like different versions of the pink. Rainbow. Watch it and tuck, watch it and untucked. It just looked like it it could have could have been better. Is all I'm saying. And I love Cameron, but I was like, it was it was too. It was like cotton candy mixed together and half eaten cotton candy mixed. So just something different. Well, I'm here for cotton candy. Next is Monet. <laughs> And that's not your best drag, girl. That's no. all. Gonna say. <gasps> no. That is not your Excuse best drag. Excuse me, don't talk about my Bob Exchange and Monet the Drag Queen like that. I loved every ounce and second of this. Why? Because she just oh she did, it's the body did it for me. Um, I thought it was it was regal enough for me. Yes, I thought the hair choice was just give pounce me with those eyes because I can. It was great, Monet Exchange. I. Don't understand how this could not. I I loved it a lot. That's what's funny. Like I was I was really into it. Yeah, that is Nene Leaks. That's all I'll say. How dare you? So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a special segment uh, next week called Mirror Moment, where we really discuss one of the queens' um, mirror moments. Essentially, mm-hmm. we we where they where they have a special like topic or moment that they really thought about. We we have to cut it for time today. Um, I just want to give a few fan shout-outs. Chris Bangus, Aries Aries, Pink Starlight, Brooklyn Jane, Nick RH, Dawn Girl, Novellus Commentatus, and Ian Hudson. Thanks, you guys, for commenting on our video. We really appreciate it. And now we have some news and gossip. Yes, Miss Mayhem Miller has been cast in a pageant material. So congratulations to her. She's going to be, uh, the movie's about a teenager in rural Alabama, sets out to win in Atlanta drag pageant so um half the profits of the film are going to be are going to be 
uh, going to benefit the Drew Project, an LGBT educational support organization, or organization that assists in the development of gay straight alliance programs in schools. There you go. Good and for also, yeah. yesterday was Trans Visibility Day, so right. we have to give a shout out to our trans yes. queens from previous seasons: Jinx, Peppermint, Pe- Peppermint, Kenya Michaels, Gia Gunn, Stacey Lane Matthews, Sonique, Carmen uh, Carrera, yes, and um, Monica. So Beverly Hills, yeah. Yeah, so congratulations. Also, not really news, but Blair St. Clair from this season, she recently opened up on Cosmo about her sobriety and how, um, and I just think that's a really good, this is a good platform because you don't have to always party and it uh, shows a lot about escapism and I think Blair, um, you know, I just think she's awesome. <laughs> so, like, I just, I love me some Blaine St. Clair. Yeah, uh, and, and that's good because that'll, that'll be a mirror moment. And, you know, being a drag yeah. queen doesn't always have to be that rah-rah. Sometimes it could be something that you had in your personal life, like alcoholism, yeah. and how you use drag to filter that out, just like calorie mm-hmm. with the with the weight issue, you know? Yes. I love that. I love, that's what drag should be about. Yes. For sure. Yeah. It should be about bringing you, I mean, not only bringing art to the world, but about, for calorie, she said, it brought her confidence. And even mm-hmm. though she was, like, heartbroken when she was leaving the show, um, I do I do think that hopefully she gains some sort of confidence from, from yeah. people appreciating her performance. And, on the show. and I think she's going to yeah. learn a lot because she actually tweeted the other day that she's been learning because she's... Uh, been listening to this podcast called Conversations with Maria Menounos, and so she's been really stepping her game up. She doesn't even work at Macy's anymore. Yeah, she's no longer counter concessions, girl. So things are happening for Calorie. Yes, baby, yes. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, but... that's, not that's more the gossip of the news and gossip. We got to wrap, but that's, yeah. That's... Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week. I am 123 Jackie B on all platforms. Ollie, where can they find hey you? guys, I'm Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Oh, and we miss Marky, and we miss Jay, and all of our extended family. Uh, I am Ronnie Jr. My social media is at randomlyrj. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Drag you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.